0: Tell me it's love That I'm feeling If it's not then I'm afraid My heart cannot take much more While you're staring up I can't take my eyes off I'm Sarah, I'm 20, I'm a queer fangirl who spends too much time on the internet.
1: I'm Robert, I'm not quite 50, and I don't spend as much time on the internet, but I have seen way too many movies and TV shows. And this is 50v20.
0: The podcast where we take a look at queer representation in media.
1: One ship at a time.
0: Uh, hi, listeners. Hi! <laughs> my I turn feel to be awkward. I feel so out of my element Right now, yeah, we
1: we haven't recorded very often since before because we knew Heartstopper season two and Red White and Aurora Blue were coming. Yeah, we had taken a break. Well, we you know, were also- those were going to interrupt. We were busy.
0: We were recording summer. episodes like back to back, like constantly, and we've taken a break in the last like month and a half. So this is really interesting. Hi everyone, how's and everybody? S- and so
1: this one is a special one-off episode about. Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe?
0: Correct. Okay, I
1: got the title right this time.
0: Yes, which is based on a book. I don't remember exactly what it is. Another
1: one of those books you talked about a lot, and so yesterday, when we're going to the movie, I had no idea what it was about.
0: Right.
1: You asked, and I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure it's gay,
0: obviously, because you had (laughs)
1: mentioned we'd have to record, so I assume. That was the given. (laughs) And then, how to, I don't remember how I asked it, but I'm like, is one of them a vampire?
0: Oh my god, yeah. Because <laughs> would...
1: I mixed up with carry-on. Carry-on, right? yeah.
0: So I, I read it back around the time it came out, in like 2019, 20- I guess? I was in 10th, no, 11th grade. And um, that was the year that I was reading all of the gay books. So I actually read Red, Right, and World Blue, and Aristotle and Dante, like, back-to-back. Back. So, similar, similar, similar times in my life. What are you so...
1: I was just double-checking by... when the book came out, and I got <clears throat> confused because the first result that came up is when the movie came out, and I'm like, that's not when the book came out.
0: So. Oh, my God. I don't remember when it came out. I remember when I read it. But I okay. think I read it around the time it came out. 2019? 2018? Who knows? 20- I don't even know. 20- I can't know. I'm gonna look it up, because... Uh... Oh, it came out Where's in a... 2012,
1: actually. year? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, so it's older. But you read it about the same time as the other ones.
0: Yeah, I read it in 2019. I was on a kick that year of 11th grade of high school where I was just reading, like, every gay book that I could find.
1: And timing-wise, all their movies are coming out. Is there a carry-on one that's about to come out, too?
0: No, but I (laughs) wish... Can we start a petition for that? Like, I really want one. I honestly feel like they would do it. It's just, like, that book has a lot of, like, magic, vampires, and special effects things. Yeah, more budget. That would be difficult to do in a...
1: One thing this movie... I don't mean this in any bad way, but definitely doesn't have much of a budget.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely can tell it's like independent. Well, not independent, but oh yeah. Well, no, independent? it's independent.
1: It's it's the kind of movie that had what five company logos at the beginning because basically the only way they got it made is a bunch of small people threw in some money.
0: Those company logos were going on for <laughs> And I'm fine minute. with that.
1: Cinema sins may complain about logos, but, no, but
0: that's generally fair. we get
1: more logos because giant distributors aren't putting that movie out and that's good.
0: Yeah.
1: We need more movies
0: I'll, I'll sit products. through the minute of logos yeah. if that's um, what that means. And
1: one of the producers is <laughs> the actor what's his name? Eugenio Debez,
0: I think you say, say his name? Yes. Derbez? He, he played the father, father. right?
1: He plays uh, Aristotle's father. Yes. And I've seen him in a couple movies, and he was in one of the trailers that was before the movie as well.
0: yeah, okay, was he the teacher? He was
1: the teacher in the first
0: one. Yeah. That, I actually want to see that movie. Yeah. What's that movie called?
1: That's an interesting question. Let's see if it's on his IMDb yet, because I have this thing open.
0: That movie looked really interesting. Radical. Radical, yes.
1: And I've I've definitely seen him in a couple things. Even in the trailer, I'm like, oh, I've seen that guy. I'm like, I think he does comedy, because at first that trailer didn't look like a comedy. (laughs) But then there were some funny parts in the trailer, so that movie's probably sort of comedic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even
1: this movie sort of is, in parts, but mostly no.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny at parts. I mean, it had me laughing, and it had me And overall,
1: the movie's good. You can tell that they don't have a lot of budget. There's not a lot of people in this movie. Did they also film this during, like, COVID lockdown stuff?
0: They did, yeah, okay. they did.
1: Because it felt like they were even avoiding extras a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely a couple of spots where it looked like Ari's dialogue had been changed after the fact.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. Where
1: what he now said didn't fit with his mouth, and I'm wondering if that was a rating thing, like they were had to make changes to get to PG-13. Because I think when you put... It's not like... If you don't know this movie... You're probably not listening to this episode, but in case you are and wonder, they have a moment of violence in this movie that is kind of realistic and kind of brutal and it's brief, Mm. but when you have that in there, then the MPAA can get a little more restrictive about what they want from you. Yeah. And so then they might have been like, what if we cut these swear words? You know, you make compromises. Because you're an independent film who can't just push your weight around.
0: Yeah, there were a couple scenes of violence where I was like, oh... Yeah. Yeah, we that see the consequences
1: brutal. of it. We see blood.
0: Yeah,
1: but not in a you know American I mean, film fun way.
0: <laughs> right. No, it was very. So that'll get you.
1: Ratings board is they don't have strict rules for that kind of thing, but they have internal standards. Yeah. So I think they changed that. And the storm coming on is just some like sort of sound effects, but no clear indication in the sky that a storm is coming. <laughs> Which, in the desert, is somewhat okay, but then it's still raining when they get back in the city, and it's like, we should see that there's a storm coming.
0: You know what? As somebody who comes from, like, a theater background, I don't even care about stuff like that. You tell me it's raining, and I'm like, yeah, it's raining. No, I'm just saying
1: things I noticed (laughs) watching the movie. I also noticed some really good things, like the, either by director's choice or cinematographer's choice, there was really good framing stuff going on early in the film, where I was actually noticing... You know when they draw your eye to the, like the left side of the screen, like he turns his or he turns his lights off in his room,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: all that's still lit up is his alarm clock. Oh yeah. And then cut to the next shot. That's where your focus is. That's where the focus is of the next shot is in that same spot on the screen, and it's like drawing your eye. And then he'd be moving from right to left on his bike.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so then when it would cut, it would continue that same movement, and it's good filmmaking mm-hmm. for basic stuff, and that's good. So often you don't notice that that doesn't mean it's bad that i did notice that i was just paying attention cuz i wasn't familiar with other than sort of recognizing the guy who plays the father i wasn't familiar with anyone who worked on this right so kind of well it was,
0: it was very um everyone who worked on it was like very talented but it was very independent a lot of like first time yeah. positions and acting roles for a lot mm-hmm. of the people which i think is really cool honestly like I I like to see that.
1: Especially when, you know, they're good.
0: Yeah. Especially when it's, like, a story like this that's very, like, raw and, um, you know what I mean? Yes. Because I don't want to see some, like, millionaire, like, teenager who's, like, super famous, like, play these, like, raw characters. I'd rather just see someone who's authentic and maybe has had similar experiences. Right, because this is
1: basically a movie about, I guess, I wouldn't say Dante's poor, but he's not rich. Mm Mm-hmm. His family definitely has more than Ari's family does,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's basically just two kids growing up in El Paso, and was it 1987 when the film starts? Mm-hmm. You know, just growing up and they hang out at the pool during the summer, and that's where they meet. It's a very simple setup mm-hmm. for what it is. So yeah, I, that
0: fits. I think it's. I, I don't know how much it is, but I think it's pretty autobiographical. To that the was Harvard's my own, experience, just
1: from the specificity of the 1987. Like, because I didn't know the plot. Mm. When that came up on screen, I'm like, is this going to be a movie where, like, they kind of like each other and they're teenagers, and then they disappear from each other's lives for a little while? And so we jump forward, like, five years. <laughs> like, a Harry met- when Harry met Sally, kind right. of structure. Especially when, a little ways of the movie, Dante's like, yeah, I'm leaving for a year. You were I'm like, like, got it. <laughs> oh, and then while he's gone, Ari's family's going to have to move, or something's going to happen, so they're not going to see each other until they're adults. And <laughs> But no. It- no. Then he, he just is- comes back a year later. Comes back, like, back like, in whatever. a year. And meanwhile, they're writing letters, which, if I remember right, that's the structure of the novel. Is A lot of it is their letters back and forth. Um. Or am I mixing it up with some other book?
0: (laughs) I I wouldn't say the majority of the book is, but part of it is definitely.
1: Yeah, it also felt like I'm guessing there's much to the book that isn't in the movie. Structurally, it just felt like they were just kind of skipping through it. Or maybe that's the way the book is and it's not very long. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you know, um. I haven't read the book in a few years, (laughs) all the way through, but from, like, my perspective, I think the movie is very true to the book, Hmm. and um, doesn't really cut out any scenes where I was like, oh my god, where's my favorite scene? Everything that needed to be there, I think, was there, and I know, like, some critics have been, most of the negative kind of reviews for this movie have been, like, pacing, about pacing. But that is kind of how the book is paced. I mean,
1: it's what it feels like is I felt straight out of the book is like, maybe this most of this is letters back and forth. And that's going to be a lot of it. Then he comes back and there's a lot more movies still left. And that's fine. Aside from a couple of changes of dialogue, my other complaint was they did the uh, opening scene. Ari is narrating. And then he just doesn't narrate anymore.
0: <laughs> just just for a little bit.
1: That's, that's one of my pet peeves about movies. is If you have to put... We didn't need that not, he didn't, to say that at all. It's just... We could have figured it out that his life... He, it's pretty clear with him early on that his life isn't going how he wants it to. The fact that he keeps walking as he's narrating. We see him walking past like, people his age and he just kind of looks at them and walks away. And one of them you hear calls him a weirdo mm-hmm. or a freak or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We could get that from context clues. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's an unfortunate movie thing is that they think they need to over explain stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and usually that comes from executive producers or people working for the distributors or higher ups, not the people actually involved. Yeah, but it's okay. It, it went away, and then later there was narration because of the letters, which was interesting because the structure of the movie is we're seeing Ari, but most of the letters are from Dante, because he writes more letters than Ari does. Yes. Which is an interesting structure that, like, we're hearing Dante talking about going to a party and meeting a girl
0: mm-hmm.
1: while Ari is trying to interact with a girl. Right. And it was, it's a nice juxtaposition of two different versions of the same urge to be normal, straight. Not Normal is a bad word for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the book is that way, too, where everything's from Ari's perspective. The whole time.
1: So, how do we structure? I don't remember what we did for Red, White, and Royal Blue. When we just did a movie one off.
0: I think we talked about the plot and our like thoughts on the plot.
1: Yeah, the thought <laughs> thoughts on the plot. It starts. It, it's it's fun because neither of the characters is out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and until the end of the movie, Ari's not even thinking that way. As far as we can tell, he's definitely got some problem with the world and interacting with other people his age
0: mm-hmm.
1: he doesn't like doing those things which leads back to that it also comes down to what we were talking about with your mother yesterday yeah the autistic coding stuff yeah is that they definitely both feel autistic and i was gonna say especially dante but then my next line would be also especially ari because they're that in a very different ways. we see that from their bedrooms when they interact with each other's bedrooms
0: yeah no it's definitely giving (laughs) neurodivergent a lot of there was like a whole thing on tumblr like a year or two ago where everyone was talking about how ari's like definitely autistic and Mm -hmm. like everyone thinks that i think dante kind of as someone with adhd gives more like adhd but they're both definitely I, like outsider. I,
1: I would say, yeah, Dante is ADHD. Yeah. He's a little both. Yeah. But his room is definitely more the ADHD <laughs> thing where yeah. there's just stuff everywhere. But even then, I, I'm like, I, aside from its set dressing, so it was put deliberately, it feels like he would know where everything is. Mm-hmm. But his parents still, I forget what they called it. And they didn't call it a pigsty, but it was some, they called it something. He had to clean his room. But then he goes in there, and he's just, like, picking up three things.
0: (laughs) And every time he picks something up, he has to look at it and, like, experience it or read it.
1: While Arya's there, like, I don't know what to do while you're doing this. He's all (laughs) awkward just sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) So he gives him a book of William Carlos William poetry to read. (laughs) He's like, what?
0: Yeah. No, that's definitely ADHD people trying to be friends with each other. So true.
1: And he's it's a great... I lo- really liked Dante and his parents' as characters. Because, like, the first time he comes to Ari's house, he brings a book.
0: Because mm-hmm. his
1: parents said he shouldn't come empty handed. <laughs> he brings a book on Mexican art. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: Ari's parents are just like, oh, thank you.
1: But then, but then <laughs> it's, it's like a great development of, like, right up to the end of the story, the way Ari's parents deal with him. Because, you know, backstory, his brother's in prison
0: because mm-hmm.
1: he killed someone. <clears throat> Although Ari doesn't know the details of any of that, he just knows his brother did something and is gone. But his parents, they don't, especially the father, doesn't connect with him very well. But it absolutely tries. The next time we see that book, he shows him a piece of art in it and comments yeah. on it. It's like, what do you think? I know, and like that's that's wonderful. You know, he's showing him a mural and wants to get his thoughts. And in the movie, we see a few murals because that's part of Texas and Mexican culture.
0: I know. Honestly, props to the to the father, like. And as an actor, I was getting so emotional, like he barely has any lines, mm-hmm. but I was just like, oh, like he's trying, but it's like not yeah. working. Even, <laughs> even so the where they're talking
1: and Ari's like, yeah, we commented on how they don't talk much. He's like, we're talking right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you yeah.
0: are. Yeah.
1: He makes an effort and it's sad because like Ari will say goodnight to his mother and then his father says something and he just goes to, he doesn't respond. Mm-hmm. Only by the end of the movie do we know for sure what that is. It's because his brother went to prison because he killed a trans prostitute. When he found out it wasn't, you know, a quote unquote woman. And there's an ongoing thing with the family and LGBT stuff because his aunt, as we can deduce early on, but he doesn't know, lived with a woman for years, and a lot of their family doesn't like her and approve of her. Yeah. But they do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they're the only one, about the only people to go to her funeral. And so then they also kind of know, yeah, Ari is in, is gay, and this Dante kid that he just became friends with, it's clear that he's into. Yeah. Even though Ari doesn't realize it himself, because he's so far denying it, he can't even think about it. Which is an interesting structure, even for that story, is that he doesn't know. The ending, I think, structure is a little abrupt because of that. But it works. Because it's kind of rom-com, oh shit, I have feelings. It's like, a rom-com where best friends realize they love each other. Of course, it's the last scene where one. I was like, "Oh, that's the person I've loved the whole time." Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> that? If anything, that structure could work better if we knew a little bit more about uh, Daniel, the guy that Dante goes out with briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, or we only we only experience him from da- from Ari's
0: perspective, right? So I, so yeah, I was going to say like we, we only know as, as much as Ari knows. that
1: guy in his room talking to him, and he's the guy who ran away when someone threatened to beat him up. Yeah. And did beat him up, or we don't know a lot about uh, what's name Elena. Mm-hmm. We know she came over to him, but so did Gina. And I don't know if they ever said the other girl's name. It's always with Gina.
0: Gina. I
1: but that you suspect they're also a couple.
0: I thought maybe I don't know.
1: This isn't heartstopper. Not everyone. Has no,
0: to be but <laughs> no, but they were sitting in the car together, and then didn't Ari say something like, "Oh, are you two like going out?" Like when he went up to the car. Because they were, like, sitting in, a like, car oh, yeah, together. That was, yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe they are. I don't know. They're pretty close. <laughs> and, the,
1: and they're definitely weirdly attached to him, even though he doesn't seem to want to interact with them ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's,
0: like, not, not interesting. They just come
1: over and want to know. What, ha- what happened to your leg, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's got a bit of that where I think if it had more of a budget or more of time, if this was filmed during lockdown stuff, lockdown adjacent where they really could have spent more time with a few of the other characters in some way. It does work that it's a limited perspective. Everything is basically from Ari's point of view. I don't think we even get any, any scenes without him. No. We might get a shot, but then he comes into the scene. Yeah. So, that that works. And the movie commits to it. That's, I mean, that's basically the plot. Is that they meet at the pool? Because Ari can't swim? And then they hang out a lot? And then he saves Dante from getting hit by a car.
0: Because <laughs> he's trying to rescue a bird. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then Dante leaves town for a year. They both try to hook up with girls in the meantime. It mm-hmm. doesn't go well.
0: Mm-hmm. But Dante's, like, pretty, like, I don't know, he fi- he figures it out quite fast, honestly. Yeah,
1: I, I like his letter where he's, like, he kissed the girl and she asked him, like, when you're kissing me, are you kissing another girl or are you kissing a boy? Yeah. And then he's just like, outright, I don't want you to hate me. Like, in the letter to Ari, is like, I don't want you to hate me, but that's what I want. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ari's problem with the girl isn't really his problem. It's hers.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. she's got another boyfriend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and kisses him anyway, which just pisses him off. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because
1: he's got anger issues. Yeah. Which then come out bigger when Dante back in town gets beat up. Very badly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: By four guys.
0: Well, at this point, like, Ari and Dante aren't even friends. Right, it's right really? after Ari rejects him. Yeah.
1: Which is sad, because he's like, yeah, promise not to run away if you can't be friends with and me. Then he... and, and then it, the first thing he does is because it's, it's, it's... I don't know if that's a bad move on Dante's part in the first place. I mean,
0: Dante was kind of pushing him right. a little. getting
1: him to practice kissing with him is... That's a lot, if Ari hasn't expressed any of that
0: yet. Right.
1: But, you know, he's trying.
0: I know. It was just, it was so sad, like, when he started, like, or Ari started saying all, like, that mean stuff to Dante. Like, when he was leaving the car, like, yeah. you're disgusting and all of that. I was like, no. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> But, you know.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it, it, that also fits where, probably from the autobiographical segment of it. Because the author is, what's his name?
0: Benjamin...
1: Allier. benjamin alire science science i don't know how you pronounce it exactly but definitely looks like he's also maybe like some form of hispanic yes. mexican name and that's a whole thing of uh we have toxic masculinity is what we call our version but machismo is a big thing and especially Essays I read about it in school years ago Uh that would probably equate to, like, the 80s. Or he makes a joke early in the film where he makes a joke about how he's going to go join a gang. Oh, yeah. And his mother is very serious, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even joke about that. Right. But it's very much like his anger feels like a lot of that is he can't be gay because he has to be a man. and He's got all this anger because he can't relate to his parents because they never talk about his brother and he doesn't even know how to ask them about these things or do anything about it.
0: Which like the the dialogue about that is really interesting and also goes deeper in the book, but like of how Dante is like, "Oh, I don't really feel like I fit in with my like Mexican culture." Yeah. Whereas Ari's like trying harder to fit in mm-hmm. with what he thinks he has to fit in, even though as he his doesn't culture. fit in
1: with any of the people. Right. So it's like he's trying to fit into something where he doesn't like any of it, which also goes to the autism thing.
0: Yeah. He's like, oh, this is just what I'm supposed to do. This yeah. is what I gotta do, so I'm gonna do it. But no, you can be both. <laughs> you can be in your culture and also queer, gay, whatever. Yeah. And people will accept you. It's honestly really interesting how... Both of the parents, Ari's parents and Dante's parents, they both seem pretty chill mm-hmm. as far as being gay in the 80s. Yeah. Like, they were, like, chill about it. I think Dante's parents might have been kind of, like, well, they were just emotional because he got beat up. Yeah. But, so. They
1: seem to be chill with anything. Yeah. They're, like, you know, liberal college professor people. I don't know if the mother is, but the father, that's why they go leave town for a year. Yeah. is He's teaching at a place in Chicago. And teaching art. Mm-hmm. So he's very liberal parent. They're very supportive of anything yeah. that Dante's going to do. I'm sure he's seen he some. I'm sure
0: he's seen some gay art. <laughs> and in
1: Ari's family, we don't really find out until the end. Aside from the negative part with the brother, they were the only family members to support the aunt, who was the mother's sister or the father's sister. The,
0: I don't think the that ever mo- came out. The though. mother's, I believe,
1: because she does interact directly with the mother in one scene when they laugh about how he called her old. Yeah. Like, they were supportive of that, so there's definitely a history of them being the lone family members to do that, which for the 80s is, yeah, remarkable.
0: Yeah. Which, like, explains kind of how um, awful the situation is with the brother, because it wasn't like the parents, like, taught the brother, like, oh, this is, we're against this kind of thing, or whatever. I think the brother's kind of, like, a symbol for, like, leaning into that, like, masculinity and yep. the violence that, like, Ari could have. Yeah. But he decides not to go that direction. Right. The,
1: the one time in the movie Ari does, you know, give in to being violent, it's in the opposite direction. It's still bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You shouldn't just go and beat someone up that much. <laughs> Regardless, but... He's beating up the person who beat up Dante. So.
0: I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure one of the scenes they cut out of the movie is like in the book. Dante's like not happy with Ari that he did that. Mm. Like Ari's like I was defending you. Yeah. Dante's like I would never ask you to defend me by like hitting someone's head on concrete. Right. Like that's not what I want.
1: And I suspect it's that's a big part of his violence and anger would go away after the end of what we see in the movie because he's finally admitting who he is and being that person. Even if the only support he's going to have is the four parents and, I guess, Gina and the other girl. Yeah. Which, that's still pretty good. They didn't get the support you can get. Unfortunately, you can't always get it from everyone. And in the 80s, you wouldn't get it from a lot of everyone. So, you no. Know, good luck to them. I understand there's a second book. You didn't read it? <laughs>
0: right? Um I've I've read parts of it. It's not it's not for me. <laughs> I don't I, I I don't like I don't like sequels where it's like the first book ended on a note where I'm I'm happy with an ending. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? So, I don't really yeah, like Yeah, it's not like a big
1: sp- plot-driven thing where we need more of them. We know Ooh. what happened.
0: Right. And I don't really like the sequel, because they, like, break up, and it's, like, a whole... I'm like, no, the first book ended happy. Like, let's just yeah. leave it happy. Like, will they stay together forever? I don't know. They're, like, 16. But <laughs> we don't need to read about them breaking up. Like, it doesn't really... I don't know. I feel yeah, like if you the were gonna make a sequel, fine. then
1: you do what I was thinking it might be early on, is, like, they kind of Drift out of each other's lives again. and, yeah. eat, and then uh, years later, come back. Then you could do sequels, stuff like that. Yeah, like one of the trailers we got the the movie with the, the divorced couple at the airport. Oh yeah, David Duchovny and uh, Meg Ryan.
0: Yeah, you see know, that's interesting. That kind of structure that can
1: be fun, but I'm not even finding what the sequel's about. Otherwise, but I'm it's- guessing it's just that it doesn't suddenly turn into some plot-driven thing.
0: I no, assume. it's basically, like, them growing up, and then I believe Dante gets into some sort of art school program that is, like, away, and they're, and like... And
1: then Tao has trouble dealing with it.
0: Right, yeah, it's <laughs> it's heartstopper. Um No, but they, like, have long-distance troubles. It's just about growing up. I, I think that maybe might have been autobiographical, too. Maybe that's too, part of it. But... It just wasn't as relatable and like sweet to read, (laughs) so people struggled with
1: it. Like if you had them going off to, is the painting he wants to see? Is it in the Louvre? Yeah. Heartstopper.
0: Heartstopper. Um, All of uh, these things. If
1: we got a like a flash forward, if they were old enough, like they went on that trip, like you know the end of say anything. That's the thing is they're flying together to go to art school, Mm -hmm. but she's going to art school. He's still going to be a kickboxer.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: but. Then that'd be fine, but yeah, we don't need a whole book for
0: that. We don't. Because
1: don't I'm guessing it's the same structure. They it. separate and there's letters.
0: It's okay. I don't <laughs> think I don't think they're going to make a sequel movie. Um, what are the
1: movies only going to be in theaters for, what, a weekend and then streaming at some I'm point? Sh-
0: yeah, I think it'll be streaming or available for purchase.
1: Which, listeners, you'd notice I have no clips.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, we saw it in theaters. No, notes and
1: no, it's a no clip. Saw it on, we, at the theater. We
0: saw it at the theater yesterday. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm glad that they're making, like, um, more LGBT plus movies based on books and all these things. It's also really, even though this movie was kind of sad and angsty, it's nice to see movies where, like, the two main gay people aren't dying. And, like, there is hope. And it's, like, kind of sweet. Yeah, that,
1: because I didn't know the plot. Also, when we cut from the accident with the car. To Ari in the hospital, I'm like, oh shit, did Dante die? Did he just fail to save him and broke his leg in the process? Like, that's not good.
0: Yeah, that's what you think, because this is Barrier Your Gays, the podcast, where everyone dies. The
1: rest of the book is him (laughs) dealing, like, figuring out his own life with, like, Dante's ghost talking to him or some shit. I don't know.
0: But no, I think we've definitely evolved a little bit as a society, because when we talk about movies and shows from the past, there's always gay people dying. But the, the, the three things that we've talked about that came out recently, no one died. So Right. Which is That's great. good. Yeah. <laughs> they realized that they needed there to stop st- bearing. There their are guys.
1: still things coming out where they die.
0: Oh, absolutely. And some of
1: those are good. And
0: there always will be.
1: <laughs> I I loved the American Horror Story episode and the what was it called?
0: Are you talking about um
1: What was the season called? It was an apocalypse. No, it was the one after 1984, with uh, all the gay people, and it was basically a metaphor for AIDS, know. and then became literally about AIDS.
0: Okay, can we just, and, we're not talking about American Horror Story, but wait, can we just talk about it for a second? Because why does American Horror Story, they like go back and forth between doing like the best seasons of television I've ever seen in my life, and the worst seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. Yeah.
1: It's because it's well. It's an anthology. They it's come up so with an idea weird. and then, and then for you, there's also like some casting choices. Like the trailer for the new season looks cool, but you probably won't watch it because Emma Roberts is the lead.
0: Everyone, but no, they, ha- they, they have
1: but a new trailer out. The and listeners, I'm like, this looks fun. the listeners
0: don't know about that. They do now. <laughs> Which I don't like. Emma Roberts. Don't send her hate. I don't condone any hate. No, it's I'm fine. just not a fan. Oh my god. No, but th- wait. So I saw the trailer for the new season. It looks crazy. It's literally... The, the, like,
1: longer trailer where you actually see what it's about?
0: It's Kim Kardashian and Emma Roberts? Yeah. Like, what the... F- <laughs> what?
1: Well, they're playing sort of versions of themselves. Not literally, so but, like, weird. they're playing famous people. She's famous on the verge of being more famous, but she gets pregnant. I'm gonna watch and it. And then some people are apparently trying to turn her baby while it's still inside her into some sort of monster. Or something. Or it's a whole Rosemary's Baby <laughs> thing where it could just be imaginary.
0: I'm gonna watch it, but I think it looks absolutely bonkers.
1: I don't know why there was a button in that sentence. Should have been because it looks absolutely bonkers. N- it's American yeah, Horror no, Story. Yeah, no, because the, it looks the the absolutely more bonkers. More bonkers, bonkers is usually No, the best but my favorite.
0: Okay, what's your <laughs> what's
1: this favorite it? season of American Horror Story? <laughs>
0: favorite season Ooh. of American Horror Story. I just need to talk about it because there's not enough gay people in that show to do a whole season. Well, I guess. Yeah, there
1: is. There's a whole season of that show that is focused on gay
0: characters. I didn't watch that one. Okay. Literally what's-
1: every <laughs> character in that season is gay.
0: What's your favorite season of American Horror Story?
1: Well, I'd say that one's up there because the entire season works.
0: Because the entire an- an- gay. Well, another
1: problem. Not that. I oh, mean, that's, why? <laughs> that's useful. But that wouldn't be why it'd be my favorite. But no, American Horror Story, its other problem is often halfway through the season, it's like they give up on the idea they had set up. Yeah. And switch to something else. Roanoke does that horribly. <laughs> horribly. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Roanoke is so bad. And it could have been so good. Parts of it were amazing. Similar to Asylum. Parts of Asylum. Like, every piece of Asylum is Great.
0: yeah. But, but the together, season as a whole, it weird. does
1: not cohere at all. Yeah. I know a lot of people like Coven. That's one where I think Coven switches directions halfway through, and then I'm like, I'm not sure I cared. I'm not
0: really it. a Coven fan.
1: I like the beginning of Coven, and I like when they revisited the characters from Coven in later seasons.
0: Mm-hmm. Even in
1: Apocalypse, that part of the of Apocalypse was pretty good.
0: My favorite American Horror Story seasons are Murder House and they're Red Tide.
1: Red Tide was the first half of that two-part.
0: Yeah, it was the one with and, the pills.
1: And as long as you don't watch the last episode of Red Tide.
0: Yeah, I honestly thought the episode before that was the last if it episode. If before ended ended. they went
1: to LA, it would have been perfect.
0: Yeah, that last episode of Red Tide is weird. And then it's
1: like, let's have one more episode and then ruin it. It's like they wrote that episode and then decided to make it the second half a different story, but forgot to delete that episode. Because they didn't need it. Yeah, if weird. you're gonna switch plot, switch plot. It was
0: it was odd, but the majority of that season was great. And Murder House, love that forever.
1: But I like the ones that cohere better. Murder House is fairly coherent all the way through. I still can't remember what they called it, but the the gay season from last year. The
0: gay. Season. <laughs> yes, the gay season.
1: I have no memory of what it was called.
0: Half of this episode is going to be American <laughs> Horror Story. That's fine. <laughs>
1: 1984 coheres really well and is entertaining. I'm not sure if it's good, but it is so entertaining. You yeah. didn't watch that one? That's set at like a summer camp in the 80s and basically a slasher oh, film. Oh no, I didn't plus watch. Plus, the Night Stalker is there because why not?
0: No, yeah. Anyway, but yes, we're gonna watch. Well, we won't talk about it probably because it's not gay. But we'll watch the new season with Kim Kardashian.
1: Well, we I can get you to watch. That last one, and we can talk about that. If I remember what it is. HSG H.S. Gay season.
0: H.S. <laughs> Gay Oh, it's just called
1: NYC. That's why I couldn't remember it. <laughs> Headline from Gay Times. American Horror Story NYC is the gayest season yet, but is it any good? Yeah, it was awesome. And freaking sad. But that was definitely Barrier Gays. They could have just called the season Barrier Gays.
0: They should have. Then I would have watched it. I watch everything where they bury their gays.
1: Uh, that also might have gotten more viewership from the non-gays and the anti-gays because they're right. like, oh, they're all going to die? I'm in. Right. Plus, it's American Horror Story. Everyone dies. Yeah. Unless they're played by, uh, what's her face? Because she now has like five recurring characters. Sarah, it's Sarah Polly.: No, not Sarah Sarah Polly. Paulson? Sarah Paulson. Sorry, I'm mixing she up. She
0: died in Red Tide.
1: But she was also alive in Red Tide, because doesn't her reporter character show up in an episode? Like the the LA yeah, finale I, I think know. she shows up.
0: She does everything.
1: She's <laughs> <Just laughs> so many characters that keep coming back, and I'm like, wait, which one is she now?
0: Okay, but Aristotle and Dante. Great yeah. movie.
1: It's not about Aristotle or Dante. As
0: in, <laughs> I mean it is as in the
1: historical figures. <laughs> uh the philosophers. Do we
0: like authors. the names? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I even okay. like that they have a conversation about it. That's kind of like their meet cute is side of the pool. Oh, yeah, my name is Dante, and Ari laughs because his name's Aristotle. Yeah, although his name is Angel, Aristotle. But when they when we see the picture of his brother, it's labeled as Angel Bernardo. Like, did they get both brothers the first name Angel? Maybe it's interesting.
0: And then go by their middle name.
1: Yeah, like they're very Catholic, I guess, or they were. Yeah. Before they decide to side with
0: the, game. the aunt. <laughs> this is a journey for them. I want to see the, the movie from the parents' perspective. <laughs> they fall out of <laughs> love with Catholicism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, we're in Texas in the 80s, but we are not going for Christianity anymore.
0: Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm That's great. But yeah, no, this isn't a great commercial because I don't know where to watch it, but it'll stream or... You can buy it at some point. Yeah, you I watch it'll it be
1: streaming soon enough. It seems like the kind of movie that will at least be on Prime if it doesn't go to, like, Netflix. It also seems like the kind of movie that Netflix will buy.
0: Yeah, definitely. I always watch independent gay movies on Netflix. They have all of they them. They have a whole section. They do! And I go on there and I and love it.
1: that's good that someone is catering to that. I would
0: yeah. Yeah. We stand.
1: Anything else? We- no. Most of the last ten minutes was American Horror Story, so.
0: I just um, had to talk about it, because after I saw Kim Kardashian in that trailer, I was like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I didn't know Kim Kardashian was an actor. I don't know what's going on.
1: Yeah. She, she hasn't acted in much, but we also we get, you know, the guy who's in, like, every season lately.
0: But also, like, she's low-key playing herself, though. Yeah. So. So Emma I guess.
1: So if you don't like her, maybe you won't like the character, and it will work because of that.
0: Yeah, if I'm supposed to hate her, and just because she's the lead, then then doesn't mean you
1: have to like her. So, I think this episode is coming out after our Quell8 episodes. Yes. Uh, so coming forward, we still got our Harry Potter, our Harry Harry who Harry what <laughs> Harry Potter episodes still coming, and we still haven't recorded our Buffy episodes, but we will soon.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we're not sure what we're doing yet because this schedule. We might get to Bly Manor.
0: Yes! Yes! Or, we need to watch Blind, Blind Manor. I love Blind
1: Manor. And I'm going to see if I can talk you into doing a one-off about like Red Elm, Elm Tree* too,
0: Because
1: <laughs> I think it would be fun to talk about that.
0: Why not? No, no. I mean, we got lists. I got a list Otherwise, of all Otherwise,
1: yeah, we also need to do, this is good to do another new thing. Yeah. it can't all be about old ships. Exactly. People, even the fandom that are really into it doesn't mean they're going to notice us. We need
0: us. to talk about Glee. Yeah. For glee. <laughs> I love glee Speaking of
1: Ryan Murphy, I love um, glee
0: so much. I don't that, think you like oh we could go
1: I no, I like glee a lot. I kind of <laughs> lost track of watching it regularly,
0: I yeah think, no, that's fair. It I went was watching down a
1: lot of t v then season, it definitely went down Season four,
0: it went downhill, it went down the drain, even
1: but... then watching season four later, I was like, these characters are fine,
0: yeah, it was okay. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, Ryan Murphy, he loves gay characters, even back as far as I mean, popular. he is gay. I know. So, But like, <laughs> even helps. popular, one of the main characters was a out lesbian. Yeah. So, good for him.
0: Well, cool. There's gay characters galore for us to talk about. So we'll be here for a and while. There's
1: always going to be more. I was trying to think of a joke. Is like they're, they're breeding a lot, but I don't know how <laughs> They're breeding. <it.
0: laughs> We're we're converting other people into our cult.
1: <laughs> it's a weird thing. The, the the breeders just keep having gay kids. Mm. So as long as they keep doing that, there will be gay shows. Wonder
0: what that's about? Something in the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right.
1: Some of the heart stopper juice.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Turning everyone gay.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: the agenda is real.
0: <laughs> it's not. We're joking. That's a joke. If <laughs> you can't read tones, we are joking right now.
1: Anyway, that's all for Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe.
0: And discover they did.
1: (laughs) 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 Thank you for listening. 50V20 is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find links to this show and more at lemmingdrops.com
0: subscribe to the show and review the show on your favorite podcatcher.
1: Join the Facebook group at Lemming Drop Studio Tour for updates.
0: Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at 50v20podcast and send us gifts.
1: And support the show at patreon.com slash lemmingdrops Bye! You're staring
0: hard I can't take my eyes off you Cause I realize you I breathe for as you're staring off. I won't take my eyes off you. So I realize the reason why we live is like I'm worried before. I found you while dreaming of meteor shower